The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. The Richmond Public Library Summer Reading Program begins Saturday. The program, which aims to encourage learning during the summer, runs through August 5th, according to a city press release. Starting this weekend, people can stop into their local branch, go to the library website, or visit the Richmond Public Schools Lit Limo for a reading calendar. Participants must finish 10 books, fill out the calendar, and return it to be entered into a prize drawing. Winners will be announced August 5th at Maymont. Last month, Richmond City Council finalized the $2.4 billion Diamond District Redevelopment Plan, but steps remain to fund the project. Economic Development Director Leonard Sledge briefed council members yesterday about forming a community development authority, which will issue bonds to fund the development. If there's a shortfall in the debt, the city does not have to make up the difference. It is the property owners, as there will be a special assessment backstop. And so the property owners will will have the obligation to pay any of the shortfalls in the debt service. The city estimates the total debt for the project will be at least $590 million. Two members of the University of Virginia's Board of Visitors say that the political affiliations of the school's student body and faculty should be tracked to ensure diversity. UVA President Jim Ryan said there should be balance, but noted the potential legal issues of asking job candidates about their political ties, according to the Daily Progress. The school currently tracks gender and race as a part of its diversity dashboard. At a meeting last week, the board's student members said that the political ideologies of her professors have not affected her educational experience. A group partially funded by Dominion Energy is wading into Virginia's contested primaries. Power for Tomorrow won't say how much it's spending, but it's currently running Facebook ads for over a dozen incumbents. Ben Pavier with VPM News has more. Dominion Energy is one of the biggest power players, pun intended, at the state capitol. It's given Virginia politicians more than $10 million since 2020. That's on top of about $800,000 it's given to Power for Tomorrow in the past two years. Harvard professor Ari Pesco says it's not surprising that the company continues to invest in state politics. And a company like Dominion really has to be because, you know, all of its revenue is really tied to state regulation. Power for Tomorrow's latest mailers and Facebook ads credit some lawmakers for voting for stricter regulations of the company that passed the General Assembly this year. The ads back candidates who've taken funds from Dominion, including Democratic Senators Joe Morrissey and George Barker, as well as Republican Siobhan Donovan. The ads don't mention that the push for stricter oversight largely came from other lawmakers who've been critical of Dominion. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Clean Virginia, an environmental advocacy group that opposes utilities' political influence in the Commonwealth, is a VPM donor. Annual flood wall testing conducted by Richmond's Department of Public Utilities will run through Friday and will affect traffic. Testing will take place each day between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., according to the DPU website. Crews will work Tuesday along Brander Street near the wastewater treatment plant and Ancaro's boat ramp. 
Visit rva.gov for a list of other streets that will be impacted throughout the week. Sunday's fire at the Metro Richmond Zoo in Chesterfield killed one animal and destroyed several buildings. In a statement, the zoo said the blaze began in a workshop and spread to the animal hospital, feed storage, and zookeeper service area. Although structures have been destroyed, temporary workspaces are being set up. Ten animals were in the buildings that caught fire and one meerkat died. Chesterfield County Fire and EMS is investigating the fire's cause. The zoo opened for regular hours on Monday. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.